plus minus. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Tim Kawakami deserves all the credit there. <laughs> plus minus. Tell Marcus that he asked you know, that question about my defense. You hear that, Marcus? Anthony, you know me well, buddy. Y'all have a great night. I think he got the highest plus minus in the season in NBA history. We here. We back. Welcome to Warriors Plus Minus, the non-Japan version. I know. How can I be on the non-Japan version? How is it possible that I am on the non-Japanese version? I feel like this should be like, we need to have a meeting about this. We need to get the Japanese people together. One of their uh, one of their own, one of their legends has decided not to to go to Tokyo for an NBA game. I don't I don't get it, but hey, I don't know. I gotta reset reassess everything there. The whole thing was a 49ers related thing, so maybe I made the wrong decision entirely. I was like, yeah, I gotta be around the 49ers. That's something I've got to do. I think I still have to, but I wouldn't I wouldn't mind being I wouldn't mind being on in that uh, that group over there in Japan right now for a few days, but. I'm skipping it. We've sent Anthony Slater. Uh, he he will obsess over every detail out there. And we will, you and I, Marcus, will be including watching on sugar TV. from BTS. Yes, <laughs> yes, I thought that might happen. I thought that, like, you're getting in the right territory over there. There's going to be a lot of that stuff out there, as we know. That's what these things are. They're more about the appearances and the hooking up with Rocky Ten. Brand building, baby. Yeah, yeah. I mean brand Rocky Ten's going to own. I mean, that, they're going to own this trip, right? We know how big that is. And Ryu Hachimura from from Washington. Like, there's a reason why it's these two teams. And there will be tons of that. I don't know how much there is going to be to really write for Slater, but he's done this before we went to China. At the beginning of the Athletic, MT, those were the early days of the Athletic Bay Area. Do we get a a Tokyo clay? Do we get a Japan (laughs) clay? something. Yeah, there's going to be something. I think Steph is bigger there. Steph's got the Rakuten connection so i think steph's gonna clay's the one who's gonna do something that goes viral like that ain't gonna be said <laughs> he's got the asian vibe I mean, he just does like clay's definitely got the asian he that was like his wasn't that, that's like the beginning of the clay kind of karma, yeah remember right? china clay yeah, yeah, yeah it was it wasn't really like clay was kind of like he, he was, was a, liked, he was a whatever. space cadet right like yeah he was wasn't clay and then he goes to china and it all changed and he just picks up that vibe he's had it all along but i just think Asians, Asians in the Bay Area, Asians in Asia itself really kind of identify with Clay. And he identifies somewhat with the Asian-ness. It's kind of cool. So, yeah, there will be something from Clay. There will be something. Yeah, I think I also think this is a big Jordan Poole opportunity here. <laughs> I do to, think to get Jordan that market? Get the, yeah, I think I do think Jordan Poole will, will catch the vibe and, and enjoy the, the show of the brand building. Because that's what this is. This is about building a brand. Do you think it's much of an issue, like these, you know, international trips in preseason? Do you feel like, I, I don't know if I remember correctly, but it felt like when they got back and they started playing, like, I remember it being something they kept talking about. Oh, they were talking about it in like December. Well, I know because Slater was, I joke about this with Slater, like he talked about it. Yeah, so Slater I was, was editor booked. back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. I'm not his editor now, but back then it was like, he's like, oh, I'm kind of tired right now. I was like, Jesus Christ, Slater. It's like, that was two months ago, but I get it. It does mess you up. Think about it, if you're Washington, no MT. Like they're flying across the country and then they're flying to Japan. I mean, that is unbelievable. So, so that's what, like 16, 17 hours for I think them? 17 hours, they said. It just is unbelievable for the system. These are athletes who are trying to, you know, compete at the highest level. 
I think the Warriors have kind of been through it. They kind of, I mean, you know, how often have Draymond and, and Steph and Clay been back to Asia in the last few? I mean, you know, there's been you know, Draymond playing the Olympics, Kerr playing the Olympics. These are guys who are used to some world travels, but they'll be tired from it. We'll we'll, we'll get a feel from Slater again. We'll see see if he's a Slater as a the bit. barometer, right? Of <laughs> yeah. professional athletes. He was sleepy. This is gonna get back to Slater, but I did say I this remember Slater this last now. week. I do he was like this. sleepy for like seven weeks after that. It was hilarious. But I, I think like, was like Kerr like canceling shoot arounds. Yeah, like, yeah, at least a few weeks. Like oh god, we're still getting our legs back. Like that's a long time, but. It's different. It's different on the body. This time they built in that, you know, it's early, so they built it in. They got the, you know, another whole week, basically, a training camp after they come the back. The break, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it, it'll be basically, this is like pre-camp, kind of like get in some work, and then they're going to come back, and they're going to have their real camp, you know, first week of October, basically. The part that's interesting uh, that, yeah, I wonder, I wonder if it helps. Steve was talking about the bonding element and how, like this is pretty rare for a team to win a championship and then defend it with like half the team being different, right? Like there's a lot of turnover. And even if the roster like didn't turn over, the rotation certainly has turned over. So Steve was thinking that this might be good for a team like bonding experience, right? It reminds me of a member. It was the Bulls. Where do they go? It was like France or something one year. And, and it was supposedly like, you know, according to the documentary, it was really helpful. But I wonder if it helps in that sense, where you got guys like Moody and Kaminga, who's supposed to be having bigger roles, Wiseman, who's in the mix, right? And then you got like DiVincenzo, right? Jamichael Green. I wonder if that ends up helping in the long run because like they won a title and they don't have the consistency of the team that won a championship, right? To me, that that's going to be interesting to figure out if that maybe kind of is the silver lining in addition to the exhaustion that they will feel until Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we're going to hear about it through Christmas. You know what I thought was interesting? Andre Godala, they made a point to have him on this trip, and Andre agreed to it. Like he didn't have to get on this plane. But come on, just, yeah. you know, he got a tech deal waiting for no, him no, in no Tokyo question. somewhere. No question. <laughs> no question. I'm still laughing about you. And I wonder how much. I wonder how much he makes. On this trip. I mean, he probably makes a, a hundred million on this trip. <laughs> Strike some um, kind of deal. <laughs> he's, he's making podcast deals in Japan. You got it. But uh, he's. I'm still laughing about you saying last week that he's cutting deals with Steph and appearances on this podcast for, in order for him to come back. It's, I'm it's, more I'm convinced now because he's saying he was gone. He was out. He said he was done and he what went was to work out. It was like, why am I doing this? Steph, I need four appearances. Okay, I'll give you two. Okay, okay. Finally, we're <laughs> Agreed to, um, but they made a point to get Andre on this trip. I mean, I think it's clear. You know, I think I thought Bob was interesting the way he was talking about it when we talked to him last week. You know, he he didn't say there's a deadline, but he definitely sounded like they're you know not tiptoeing through this. Like they need to know pretty soon. At least have them tell them like I'm not coming back for camp. Right? Yes, like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Like they got to get somebody, get Rondé Hollis Jefferson or whoever in there, and they didn't. And he's on this flight. He was he's in Japan. I think they want him around Wiseman. They want him around Kaminga. They want him around Moody. And, and for those guys to know, Andre's going to be around all season. I, and I think it takes a you know lifts a burden a little bit off of Steph's shoulders, off of Draymond's shoulders, and off of Steve Kerr's shoulders. Maybe even more importantly, uh, I'm surprised that it, it happened so fast. That we all we all were feeling right. We were feeling that Andre was going to come back, but the fact that it happened before japan and he's on the plane to japan 
He's getting, you know, whatever practice. He got to practice in already, right? Before I'm going to go ahead Japan. and say it's because of us. Because <laughs> like, we pushed him. We he listened him. to the pod. He was like, what are we doing? I might as well do it. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the other way around. Wait, I'm ready yeah, to right? do this. And wait right? a minute. Slater, Kyle, Kami, and MT think I'm coming. Forget that. I'm out. Hell I'm out. I'll go play some more golf. Hey, the reason of Warriors Plus Minus is too solid to overlook. That's all I'm saying. The reason we present the accuracy that we we possess, like even Andre Iguodala had to agree. And then next thing you know, the announcement comes and he's gonna announce it. Like, come on, it was fast. I, I just think we were reading the signals correctly that he doesn't show up to talk to Rick Celebrini just you know for nothing, right? There's he's trying to see if his body can come back. The 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 smoke signals were very clear that the Warriors were expecting him, but they couldn't say it. And then Slater pointed out they did not invite another veteran to camp. They could have. They could have snuck one in, you know, later, but they didn't. They put out that list. Here's our players. Here's who's in, here's coming to camp. And right, they subtracted somebody right right before camp. Right, they put out a list. They subtracted that get poor guy. They had him out, put him back out. That pulled him out. He was the out. rule ten yeah. guy though, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, but guess what? They wanted to have Go twenty people, and Andre yeah. Iguodala is going to be one of them. So, it just makes sense for everybody. It, it calms everything down. Steph is happy. I just love that he said, "Steph, last one. This is the last one, Steph." It's like this is the reason. He's I told you, he's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really Steph, right? That's what's it's hilarious. I tell you what, I, I, you and I are going to get ready to leave, and then we're going to go. Oh, okay, I can't really tell Steph no, so I'll do one more year. That's that's what's going to happen. You and me are both going to get this whole Steph. I'll tell dynamic. Steph no in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know Goodbye. about that. I Goodbye. Dare you. I dare you on that one. I'm trying to think. Have I? Have I ever told? Has yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Lake ever told? Maybe on, on no trade clause. Like, no trade clause, cool. right? Yeah, absolutely. That's it. That's no, it. Uh, no trade clause. That's what we didn't get. Uh, Andre, you know, might as well stick with the theme. I'm, I'm writing about him right now. Um, I asked him one of the things that he wanted, like that he missed, that he's looking forward to doing again on the court. And you know what he said was very surprising to me. He said he wanted to score more. He's looking to score more. And he he's kind of, it feels like he's not bucking against this kind of Udonis Haslam idea of his role. Like, he wants to play. And, and so his thing is, last year, you I remember you pointing this out. He played a lot early and kind of paid the price at the end. He couldn't get on the floor much in the playoffs. So I think they're going to, his plan is to reverse it. Like, chill early. And make sure he's ready for the for the playoffs. Can he give anything? You think Andre got something left to give, like actually on the court, or is this more of a Udonis Haslam role? <laughs> it's close to Udonis Haslam. I mean, it really is, and and the Warriors aren't hiding it. It's because he, you know, he's there with Wiseman. He's there with Kaminga. He's so important. Moody looks up to him. It, I think he can play. Like we saw, he can play. It's just what was he going to play two games and get hurt again? Play four games, get hurt again? I think even if you play him little minutes, although we all were like, all right, Buzz Rappel, like Curse playing him like, what, 20 minutes a game, 22 minutes a game? He was closing <laughs> games. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? First sub in, he's closing house, he's closing he's closing games. Maybe back off of that. Although, you know, Steve, I mean, he's, it's going to be very tempting for him to keep going with Andre if Andre's out there. I mean, Andre is a safety blanket. He has been this whole time. Like, he just feels comfortable with him. And guess what? They don't have a third point guard. Like, I say it all the time. Whoa, 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 you know? whoa. Who's third point guard? Uh, Ryan point? Rollins. Come on. Ryan Rollins is not your third he's point right guard. At the moment. At the moment. Yeah, you're going to put him in there against the, against the Clippers? <laughs> Probably not. Against the Suns. 
Right, uh, this moment, I think Andre Godala might be their third point guard. Again, not that you play with point guard very much, and there's gonna some many games that Andre's not gonna play at all. But when you talk about like a thing they need, it's somebody to settle things down when Steph's off the court, or even let Steph go off the ball, and someone who can just set up the offense. Jordan Poole can do some of it, but we all know. But Jordan's he's not best that though. Him. Jordan Poole's like basically Steph, right? Like, yeah, Steph's you like, want let him me go attack get it, him. Attack him, which attack you him, want right? him to be. You don't want him to be the ball who passes, gives it up, and is done. That's Andre, you know. And some sometimes it's Draymond, and that's fine. But Draymond's only that when Steph's in the game, right? He's not that when Steph is not in the game. Andre could be that again. All of a sudden, we're giving him these roles, we're giving him these minutes, and I think they really want to cut back on that, but. We did play 32 games in the regular season last season. Yeah, so, 30, but 26 like before the All-Star break at 19.9 <laughs> yeah. minutes. Yeah. And I then think after All-Star break, five games at 16.9 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve was running them into the ground. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> so maybe 10 pro- minutes That was part of the negotiation. He's like, Steve, man, you got to <laughs> chill with them November minutes, yo. Like 30-minute <laughs> games. That's not happening. Like, like say, save me. So you can't do that, Steve. That's, number one. That's probably in the deal. That's got to be in the deal where he's like, yeah, nah, none of that. Opener, TK, the opener, he played 23 minutes. That's amazing. It's just amazing. And then amazing. the next game. Yeah. He played 24 minutes, right? Like, <laughs> like Steve, you got Jonathan Kaminga out there. Why don't you go play him some more? You got Moses Moody. Go play him. Steve was wild. I, I was looking through this. Like, you start going through the rotations, and I kind of have Andre out. And you know me. I start looking at rotations. I don't really count Andre because you know, who, who knows? And he's not going to play, probably not going to play the majority of games, I think is very likely. So, who's, you know, you see it set up, but man, I, it's hard for me to find a place for Kaminga other than as kind of like an Andre role where he does a lot of different stuff because you got DiVincenzo as your backup two, you got Jordan Poole as your backup one, you got Mo- Moody probably as another wing is playing, then you've got Jamichael Green, you've got Wiseman. You playing Moody over Kaminga. Yeah, I think Moody, if you're just putting the rotation together right now, I think Moody is somebody Kerr is going to feel more comfortable with. Just as that one of the wings, go. someone's got to play the defense, and we know Kaminga can, but I don't think they think of him as a team defensive guy quite yet. So we know Kaminga's going to play. right? He's going to play, but that's the one I'm kind of trying to peg for a role, and I don't have it, and I'm sure Kerr doesn't have it in his head yet. It will develop. You know, maybe Jamichael Green plays more with the ones, and so then you get Kaminga as the, as the four and the twos. I don't know. Are those minutes for Wiseman set? To me, I could see him going with Jermichael Green at five and Kaminga. Yeah, like, no, he plays three centers, right? Standpoint. He, he, he yeah. plays three centers, sometimes even four if you count Draymond. So yeah, it could there could be some borrowed minutes in there because we know Looney doesn't. I mean, play he was playing Otto Porter at five. Yeah, exactly, right? exactly. Like, yeah. Jermichael Green. To me, that's the question, right? Like, is Wiseman locked in? If Looney's not on the floor, it's Weissman. Is that what he's doing? But we, we that's not even really Warriors basketball, right? Like, it's so, not, yes. <laughs> so to me, it's like he's going to go small. I agree with you that I think the, the Kaminga at three minutes might be tough. It's got to be front line. It's got to be four. And can you put him next to Weissman? I think it would be fascinating. It could also be horrible, right? <laughs> we could imagine. Unless Jermichael Green doesn't play. Right. Yeah, but they're gonna. Play. I think they're gonna play him. At I least. think so. You yeah. know, they love the veterans, right? You know, yeah. he'll do Although the I'm dirty work. I'm looking at twenty six point twenty six point six percent from three last year. I know it's not. It's not his his career is like thirty five, which is very solid. If he shoots twenty seven percent from three, 
and he's shooting two or three of them a game, that's not going to be sustainable. But I'll just I'll give him. His I was wondering. Well, I feel like something happened. Some. I like, don't know. I mean, he it's a, a serious lot. drop, right? Yeah, it's, it's a serious a drop. Massive. It's a. He was like career. forty the year before, wasn't he? Like, yeah, was he's close. Like, he's like a high thirties, you know, mid thirties guy, and for a big, that's clearly good. So we'll see. It's probably was a one year aberration. I don't know. I mean, what was Clay? You know, Clay was probably thirty two percent, and we know that number. What was Steph? Was Steph 37, 38, and we know that's an aberration. So it could have just been one of those years. If Jamichael Green's making a three a game. Like, how many threes a game did Porter make at the end? Like, zero, but he still was the threat. They wanted him out there because he could shoot. If Jermichael Green can shoot and Wiseman is they're restricting him to rolling and none of those ridiculous low posts, you know, I don't know what the efficiency rate on those was, but it was not good in his rookie season. If they just are limiting Wiseman, maybe, you know, it's like when he wasn't starting his rookie year, he'd come in and play the one shift in the first half. And if it was good, he'd get a shift in the second half. If it wasn't good, that's it. That might be it. And Jamichael Green might eat up all the other minutes in the center. You know what complicates this a little bit, though, is like Jordan Poole's going to play a lot of minutes, right? So that means when Poole is coming in the game, especially probably to close, Kavon, the center position is out. If you're looking... Hey, who do you take off the floor? And maybe it's more Wiggins this year, right? Because you can do that, right? Because it's like, hey, Wiggins, relax. We'll save you for the postseason, right? And uh, you don't have to be the Iron Man. Although you're a pending free agent. And we haven't Although you're trying to get 38, 40 million, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like if Poole, who probably, you know, wants to be a starter, is a starter, is playing significant minutes as a backup, that eats a lot of that weirdens the rotation, right? And eats a lot of minutes. So it's if he's, I mean, I guess you could say he's got that twelve running the second unit, you know, automatically. But if he's a guy, I mean, that ain't it, right? You got to find another twelve somewhere. Yeah, those are the Draymond minutes at center, which always happen. So, and that automatically eliminates all of these other options, right? Like, yeah, well, it's, it shaves it down. It absolutely <laughs> shaves it down. But. You know, uh, Kerr does that with his center. Like, there's what center has played 30 minutes a game under Kerr? None, zero. Not Bogut. Not, you know, uh, you know, not not any of those guys. So, so to me, that's where Kaminga can get in. Like those minutes where Draymond is at center, then he's next to him at the four. Do you and think he's a four, got... not a three? That's what I'm thinking. He's a four, not a three. I'm actually. thinking. He's I, a four, I thought he was a three, three last year, but man, I think it's he's the a four. it's the handle. It's the handle. Like he's got to get the handle tighter. It would help if he shot better, but. I think their mindset, even Andre was saying it, like, if you watch his dunk package, it's all cuts. They want him in a mindset of off-ball movement, right, instead of on-the-ball movement. Uh, but you put him next to Draymond, he's in a dunker spot. You got, uh, you know, the three perimeter guys, whoever they are, who can shoot, right? Yeah. So you figure it just makes a lot of sense now. The question is, like, how many of those minutes? Because normally that's Wiggins going to the four, right? So... It's just tricky. I mean, they got a lot of guys. It's going to be tricky. I think it ends up being the jostle between Jermichael Green and Kaminga. Unless Kerr sees him as a three, then it's a a jostle between Kaminga and Moody, right? I mean, we kind of, I'm, I'm kind of inking in Moody. I, I agree. I agree. I think he's going <laughs> to have I feel like he's going to play. Yeah, yeah, he's going to play. He played, Kerr put him in the, in the, in the West Conference Finals, right? They just told you, like, he feels comfortable. I can count, and he, and he had a good game, uh, at least one good game where he hit some threes, and 
He doesn't get out of position. I think with Kamenga, they're just worried he's going to stampede out of position and everything's going to have to readjust to him. I, I do like the idea of tying him with Draymond because if Kamenga gets out of position, then Draymond can help him get back in position or he can play two positions by himself. It also opens the paint for him because Draymond's going to be out handling the ball. You know, and there's going to be a ton of games where Draymond doesn't play, where Clay doesn't play, where Steph doesn't play. So that those are other minutes up there. But if we're talking about when they're playing whoever, the big team, Boston or the Suns in a regular season game, or they're in the playoffs, what's the rotation going to be like? I think you and I are both saying Kaminga's the one that we're not entirely sure because he can do so many different things and he can get reckless in so many different ways. It's just hard to say, this is where you got to put Kaminga because we both feel that Moody, and I'd say Jermichael Green has a spot, at least to start. Like Those two guys have spots. Kaminga, again, I wrote it down. And I was like, God, I forgot somebody here, but I can't figure out exactly where to put him. And, and the, 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 that person is Kaminga. You know who else is going to be interested in that they keep bringing up is DiVincenzo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They love Dante. He's going to play. Yeah, he's gonna, he's, gonna play. I mean, he's going to play. You know, I don't know his game that well, but I've watched it. He feels he like for a, a nice champion. Yeah. Yeah, backcourt back partner with Jordan Poole. Like, he doesn't need the ball. He's not an ISO guy. He can cut. He can move. He can defend. If he stays healthy, he's a very, that's a nice backup backcourt. That is a really solid. And doesn't necessarily, they're only going to play together. Because Clay will be in there and Moody will be in there. Like they're going to, you know, Kerr always mixes that up. But when you're talking about when Steph's off the court, it's going to be DiVincenzo and Poole. And I kind of like that. We'll see how oh, DiVincenzo holds up, you know, health wise. And is he really, you know, he does need, you do need to play defense when you're on the, in the backcourt with Jordan Poole. We'll, we'll he see can do that. Poole he can do that. But yeah, I think DiVincenzo can go get the toughest opponent perimeter player. Then Moody can help out there too. Again, that's another reason why you're playing Moody there. You Until you see Jordan Poole's lockdown yep. defense this yeah, yeah. year. <laughs> then then I'll, I'll admit it. I'll ride it. Jordan we'll Poole see. watch. <laughs> D-ing up this year. Then it'll be worth $35 million. Oh, year. man. They, be, they better hope not. Huh? <laughs> what did you think? Again, I wasn't at Media Day. You were. and we can't you know, believe, I, I can't believe you blew your streak for 49ers. First, first time ever. Me and for, that, for that uh, performance? For that game. 11-10. The Draymond comment about not expecting an extension obviously jumped off the page to you was it to you do you think he had he made it was making a point to say it like i don't i'm not getting this deal what what did you think the reasoning was behind him saying like that or is it just him authentically not thinking he's gonna get a deal it felt like he was combating the idea that he was gonna be a problem right it felt like he was saying look i can read the room i understand what's happening i'm probably not gonna get this deal now I know you're expecting me right now to go full heel, but it's not happening, right? Like we're we're about to go defend the championship. I, I that's the first thing I thought was like, wow, like if you're Bob Myers, if you're Bob Myers, isn't that exactly what you want him to say, right? Like <laughs> it's almost like Myers wrote it, right? So <laughs> if I'm Bob Myers, I, I can't even expect him to say. It. I think like even in the best of worlds, I would not have expected that. That's I what I've said. Like you know, I would expect the... Mar- you know Draymond to say. It is what it is, you know, sure, I want a deal, but, it, you know, we'll see. You know, he said, I don't expect one. It just totally takes the kind of, you know, the temperature way down, not the same. Right? It's automatically, it's like, all right, I'm not going to be the problem. Yeah, he said he didn't get one. Now, it doesn't mean he's, he's happy about it, but he's, you know, realistic about it. That's very interesting, and it allows everything to be pointed towards Jordan Poole. Right? I just think, like, I immediately thought, he's saying that. 
because he knows Jordan Poole is the priority. That's the deadline. That's the young, you know, he's referring to, you know, player like himself who's made a lot of money. He's been in the league for a while. It's different than Jordan Poole who's never made that money. Draymond is he's so smart. Like he's like say, pointing us to like this Jordan Poole thing. That's the immediate next thought, right? Okay, Draymond, he's got it. He's fine with it. Who's next? <laughs> it's, it's Jordan Poole. It's Jordan Poole. Yeah. Mentally would need it more than any of them. We all think Wiggins is cool. He's made no, he made $140 million on his last deal. He's still got another year. And he's, he's going cool. to make another oh, massive he's, deal. It's yeah. like it's like that's taken care of. He never gets hurt. Not that Paul has been hurt very much, but like that's the guy who you can see all focuses. So, okay, that's the guy who they're going to look at. Doesn't mean they're going to do the deal. But again, you know, you and I and Slater, we can kind of read these things. It feels like by First of all, Myers saying we've got a meeting with his representatives after we get back from Japan. When's Bob ever said something like that? Yeah, exactly. Like, never. He's never that concrete. It's always oh, discussions. We'll see. Maybe yes. Maybe no. You what never do you think, know. Marcus? I don't. Yeah, Marcus. Know. What do you what think? Do you what do you think? think? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's usually <laughs> the way Bob talks, which we understand. I get it. It's within the margins with with a Myers interview, but when he just openly says we've got something scheduled with Jordan Poole's representatives. After we get from J- back from Japan, and we know there's an October 17 deadline to this deal, that's to me the Warriors saying we want to make a deal. Doesn't matter. I mean, again, doesn't here's the really that. interesting part about that, TK. You know who also Jordan Poole's agent also represents? Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> yep. But yep. he didn't say. Did not say. Yeah, we're, we're meeting with Jordan Poole's representative. <laughs> He didn't well, we're say we're reading with Poole and Wiggins' representative. <laughs> he said we're reading with Jordan Poole's representative, right? I was That's like, good. yo, that, wait a second. Aren't they the same? We're not doing a two-for-one here. This is not a package deal. This is not a, this is not a boy band forming point. here. That's a like, good just, point. He's just like, yo, we're dealing Jordan with Paul, Jordan Poole's agent. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan Poole's agent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, no, 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 that, don't talk about Wiggins. Signal, we're not talking about Wiggins. That yep, signal, yep. like, who's the priority? And to me, I think it should be one. You know how, like, at media day, I know you know this because you've been to all of them, even though you didn't come to this one. But the real stuff is not at the podium, right? It's it's catching them the, in between. The milling, the milling around. The yeah, milling yeah, yeah. around, yeah. You called this before, too. Like, if there's anybody who's going to be okay with not getting a deal, like, I'll show you. It's Jordan Poole. You, TK, there was not a shred of concern on this guy. Like, <laughs> like not... An, he was even great with the media. Think about it. Like, he was even... Confident, he was. That transcript was like, yes, he was talking. Yeah. Yeah. He was saying all the right things behind the scenes. He was jovial. Like we've seen guys come in here without a contract, and you're angling and you're working. You get the sense that Jordan Poole is like, I mean, it's really up to y'all, <laughs> right? Do you want to pay me? If not, I'll get paid at some point. But you already know who I am. I knew I am. I'm about to show you, and I, I do think they get a sense like. This thing could be thirty-five million <laughs> if they let you know if they let it if if it goes out and if you can get them now if they get them now it won't be thirty-five million so right so if they get them now whatever if they could get them now it's probably going to end up being a lower deal based on like how he's going to perform and what the desired commodities are right it's and still a bet it's still a bet right it's still, it's a, still bet, a bet no bet. question yeah. but it's a it's it's a much safer bet right so to me like Jordan Poole is like. He's got that mindset where he's got that kind of aura about him. It's like, hey, I've already shown you that I don't get phased by anything, <laughs> right? So this isn't going to bother me at all. And if he has a big year, especially if we're talking about guys are going to sit, can you imagine the 
the amount of games he's going to have where it's like, okay, Steph, you're out. Clay, you're out. Pool, go cook. Right? And all that stuff is just going to feed the phenomenon of, hey, you know, can you imagine how many times he's going to, you know, make a gesture about giving me the money or all <laughs> that? Like, all this stuff. Gonna, he's going to have all those moments this year. And I, th- I, I do think they they kind of get that sense. And if you have, if you know anything about Bob Myers and the Warriors and what they do, they bank on dudes who believe in themselves. If you have that like delusional level of confidence, <laughs> the Warriors pay for that, right? They're, they're like, yeah, this dude, he is, there's something different about him. And you can tell the guys that they don't do that with, right? Like, they're throwing a bunch of money. Or they go through the roster very quickly. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he kind of fits that mode of, we can bet on this dude to take this money, and now he's got to go prove he's worth it. And they bank on that, right? Like, they kind of live for that. He fits that mode, which is why I, I think they'll get something done. But if they don't, you know it's probably Jordan Poole saying, uh-uh, <laughs> that ain't enough. I'm going to get more later. And that's a sign of a really good player. You know, it's a sign of a confident player who's won a championship. I think that would be the difference. Like, I, you know, we go back to the Steph rookie contract where, you know, he, he had the ankle issues. Yeah, not yeah. a great team. He wanted the money. Like, that. he really wanted to make sure. The security, that he was set. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he was set. And as Myers has said, he's done pretty good after that, right? I mean, there's not, like, a worry about Steph getting shortchanged in the dollar amount right now. But he did that time. But, again, different situation, whole different world. And now Jordan Poole's championship level player. We know that he probably will be this for a long time. And he scores. And the NBA market is about and he shoots. scoring. Yeah. <laughs> scoring. That is the NBA market. Even if he has a sorted down year, you know, he has a couple of good playoff games. He's going to be is you know he's as good as these other is you know Jalen Brunson. Maybe yeah, you take Anthony Brunson, Simons. Maybe, yeah, yeah. And maybe you take Poole. But they're all in that same category. It's all about thirty million dollars a year, a little less. You know, and that's where I think the Warriors will come. We'll go. Okay, we'll give you right in there twenty seven million a year. Will, will, you, will you take it? And if he'll take it, they're going to give it to him. They're not going to doubt, blink about it. Now that does raise money issues. In the future, which I'm going to write about That's like a $24 million jump (laughs) on his salary. If you multiply that by 6.75 or even more by 7 or even more, then you're talking about they're going to have to clear out some money. And now you understand why they're in Japan. (laughs) Well, yeah. Rocky Ten says, how much money is this? They're raising (laughs) that money. Hey, once they get this BTS deal popping, they're going to be able to sign everybody. (laughs) Yeah, they are not going to lack for cash. It's just a matter of how much, how much they're willing to, because they're going to lose money if they go to four fifty. I've been told this by multiple sources. Like this is what they're saying: they're going to lose a lot of money if they go because you just can't make that back. You can't make up for four fifty if you stay at three eighty again, which is the highest salary in the history of the league. I think it's the highest salary in the history of North American sports. Then, if you count, you know, you got to count the luxury tax. But can they hold it at 380? Now, if they're giving Jordan Poole a 24 million. They only lose for one year, right? Because then. Well, then you got some guys coming off, but you might have books, to extend yeah. some other. Yeah, you, you know, it's like even if Clay comes off the books, either you're but letting even him go if, for if nothing Clay, or you're if giving Clay him comes deal. down 20 million, that covers yeah. what you raise with Jordan Poole, basically, right? Yeah, so, I mean, it does. I mean, he's but, at 45. Cap- like, it's crazy. Yes, exactly. It's crazy. Exactly. There, there's some, the one-year thing is a great point to make because, again, we're only talking about one year, but they are telling, people are telling me, 
let's just put it that way, that they're not going to go there for even one year. They're not going to 450 for even one year. It's just it couldn't be made up, even with all these other revenue streams. And you look at the other franchises that, that do make less than them, but they're like they're right there, like 150, right? And then if they're at 150 and the Warriors are at 450, the $300 million is a hard thing to make up. So I'll explore the ways that they might be able to get out of this. I'm telling this you, they could make up. the $70 million difference with a BTS deal. <laughs> Just boom, understand. boom, done deal. Boom. Done, done deal. deal. There you go. We will be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Here's your money, Jordan. Here's your money. <laughs> Maybe more than that. Maybe more than that. I think somebody told me, and I don't even know if this is true anymore, but in the, the Clay Anta deal, they said at some point, that Clay's relationship with China is going to make him over four hundred million dollars total. Oh, like, no question. Was, yeah, it's like no question. That, I mean, that was early. His deal was like, crazy. Yeah, yeah, his deal was, was early, crazy. Yeah, the profit participation, and they were projecting that he's going to own a team in China down the road. Now, again, the, the that landscape has changed some. I don't know if it's changed totally, but like this is a can you see Clay owning a team? That's what they're telling me. I, I don't know. I mean, that was a while ago. Who knows? Or it'll or it'd be some version of Clay will be treated like an owner in China. He will be that's the kind of the stature he has because he was the first big one that like really. I mean, you got Yao, and I, I mean, I'm not trying to say it's anything more like that, but it's the first NBA guy with no previous ties to China, really romancing and really being really leaning China. in and getting yeah. that China money. And <laughs> this is this was again. This was like six years. When was the Anta deal first signed? Like six years ago. Whenever it was right when that was starting. And I'm like, I was just asking somebody, what? The well, he signed it this? and then he re-upped, right? Okay. Like he signed so maybe the first it was the deal and re-upped. Yeah, it was like it was right 14, when the China clay stuff. Yeah. yeah, right when the China clay was kind of beginning, and they're going, this this is a 400 million dollar deal. It's not the 400 million deal like now, but this is going to be a 400 million dollar deal for him. It's like, whoa, that's I mean, that is. Warriors make some money. Let's put it this way. If you're associated with the Warriors, you, you do make some money. And there are ancillary ways to make this money. You better believe that's what they're telling Wiggins and Jordan Poole right yes. now. Yes. And Draymond. And Draymond. And, like, Draymond you know, knows, probably. Yeah, I mean, Draymond could leave. I think we, that's the one we all are saying that he could leave. But he also knows. If he's Draymond Green for the Indiana Pacers, it's a lot less of a brand than it was Draymond Green doing podcasts after you know getting thrown out of a playoff game. It's a totally different situation. He's on TNT because he's been associated with the Warriors. He's great, no question. Great player, Hall of Fame player, great personality, brilliant person on TV, but it's because he's associated with the Warriors. That but he's been so he's big. built up enough now where I'm sure yes, he could leave and still be Draymond. Yeah, he yeah, wants yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, it's just can. a matter of degrees with, with that one. Another interesting thing to me was uh, Steve's relative excitement 
about the turnover in the youth. He said they're going to coach more. They're doing a lot of teaching, right? How How is Steve? I mean, I, I think we kind of gloss over it some, right? But this dude was like career was in jeopardy, it feels like, not that long ago. Um, it was a while ago, but he seems to come a long way. His entire life and, was yeah, his entire life. Absolutely. Was 15 and 50 in 2019. We're wondering, is it, how long is he going to do this? Does he want to do this? But Steve feels like he's a... Uh, like, he likes this, the development, the the building, and even though they won a championship, he kind of still gets to do that, right? He still gets to watch guys grow and be a part of it. Uh, do you feel like Steve might be a bit uh, re-energized or energized by this? I don't think it's a question. I, I saw it when he started working with the, the Olympic team as the assistant coach. It's like, that's a commitment to an offseason, and this is a guy... You know, back in was a 16 where he needed offseason to just like to try to get his legs back under him because we know the back situation. We know the time off he had to take. First of all, I do think that is further evidence in his mind that he loved coaching. Like he was fighting his way back to coach. He did not want to walk away at that point. Many others would have, right? And there's many others who wouldn't, certainly would not have coached. Are you saying he didn't fight him. his way back to GM? No, he no, he did not do that. <laughs> or, or back to TNT. Like, this is what he believes is he's meant to do. The health situation was something he had to deal with. If he got through that, he was going to want to coach for a long time. He wants to coach number 30 for as long as possible. Who wouldn't? And I think the Olympic thing also is like he just loves that. He loves that the camaraderie. He loves looking with the other coaches. Uh, he likes, you know, just assembling with great players. I think he loves that great players are, like, trying to chat him up. Like, hey, you know, Devin Booker. Hey, you know, how about me being on that Paris team? So... I think that's all a big part of it. Also, and we can talk to this, I think the reassembling of the, the player development staff has really helped. I think I've heard this is John Lynch telling me this because this is Steve Kerr telling John Lynch that is it Jama or Jama? Now they're saying Jama. I've always thought it was Jama, but we'll say their way, Jama Malela is so good at the organization of this development, like just getting Wiseman and Moody and Kaminga and now Patrick Baldwin and Ryan Rollins. Like kind of you know organize set up a structure and i think that takes some of it away from like steve knows it's being taken care of steve knows that there's a step-by-step process here and he sees the players getting better he sees them flourishing it you've got iguodala i think that is a big like it's been mentioned to me several times that this the, the restructuring of the player development system is just kind of giving everybody like this is coming like this again we'll we'll have to see whether it's on 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 the floor but i know the owner i know the owner loves it and the owner really loves the way this player development system is going to feed into the future now they've bet a lot on it so they have reason to be optimistic about it but i just think in terms of what kerr is dealing with he just doesn't have to worry about that stuff. He just has to check in with Jama. He's got to, you know, and there's other, Chris DeMarco and other guys involved with that. But, like, he just knows this is feeding really nicely in, into what they want to do. Dejan Milosevic is, is also a huge part of it with the bigs. I think we all saw Looney. Looney's a better player, right? He got better at finishing, which is the stuff I made fun of him for, for years that he couldn't finish. And he's actually kind of finishing pretty well at the rim last season. And I think that's only going to get better. Wiseman, same thing. We'll see what what Dehan does with that. They just got that set up now, and I think that really helps Kerr's mentality, just his approach to to the way the season's going to unfold. I'm really interested in seeing uh, Dante DiVincenzo. Uh, just the way they're talking about him makes me want to see him. And obviously, they 
kind of fashion him as that, you know, rebuttal to losing GP2. I'm curious to see, like, how his offense look if he if he can shoot the ball. But I, I do think defensively, if he's good, <laughs> it could be... It could be pretty interesting, right? If he's good, I'm just curious to see how he fits. They really, they really are raving about him. Who, who are you interested to see? Who are you looking forward to? I always say Patrick Baldwin. You guys make fun of me. I don't know. I just want to see him. You're on the not floor. interested in seeing Patrick Baldwin. <laughs> Kaminga. I mean, is he still a, a you know stampeding around and 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 with no kind of you know caution or is he under control? You know, it takes a long time, but. Kaminga could help them in so many different ways. He could start games. He could be their, you know, the second unit guy. He could be like he could be their the point unit. of the defense, right? Yes, the spear, yes. tip of the spear, right? Exactly. Like, you know, you're looking for guys who can play defense, and I'm thinking defense. Enzo, I'm thinking Moody. You know, those wing defenders. We know Wiggins is going to get the first assignment no matter what. And you, again, it's just like as I was doing this, I kind of had Kaminga to the side because I had oh, Iguodala. They could go send him at Paul George or whatever. So you know what? They got Kaminga, who actually was doing that at some point during the regular season last season. He, he, he was the guy, go put him on a great wing player. They put him on point guards at times. So is Kaminga fitting into a structure? Do you see him like, okay, he was this wild horse, his rookie. Of course he was. He's 18 years old. Second youngest player to ever win a championship. The youngest ever, by the way. Darko Milicic, it's hilarious. Really? Is he? Yeah, because he was a rookie on that on that on uh, the Pistons. Yeah, team. yeah. Right. they they didn't draft Carmelo, draft Darko, and win the championship, and he never plays. We're all curious about Wiseman. That'll come as it goes. That's who but, I thought you were gonna say. Yeah, I, I just I'd switch just because Wiseman's the one I always say, and Baldwin, but uh, Kaminga because I just because I've just done this exercise, I just sketched out a rotation, and he again he's the one I've got to the side with three question marks like. He can go a lot of different places here. I just don't know where, and I don't think Kerr knows where. And he might be not in the main rotation to start. I, I think he would be, but I, I he might be just because you're trying to find something for him. You have to kind of jam him in there somewhere. You can play him with the starters. You can play him with Steph. They did not pay Otto Porter to make Kaminga out of the rotation, right? Like, Yeah, I agree. I agree, but, I agree, but, yeah, but it's like... But you a similar to roster is different than like when it's time for Steve to make the lineup. But that would be an odd development, right? It's like, yeah, you know, I know we got Kamika, <laughs> go ahead. And then it's Jermichael Green. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there will be nights there where it is, and there will no be nights nice, obviously when it's Kaminga. It's just hard for me to say that Kerr's not going to play Jermichael Green. I mean, he's going to play him. Like they, they, that's a Warriors kind of player. How many times have they just put Porter in there because he's a Warriors kind of player? Jermichael Green could be very similar. He's tougher, right? He's even tougher than that. He's going to be scrapping and scraping. They need someone to go, you know, go get. Uh, him and know, Draymond together are going to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, Jokic is having a night. You go get him, you know, and just see what you can do. There's other players. There's not that many other players, but there are other players. You can ha- you could give him a run on LeBron. You know, you could just, he's one of those kind of players. They love those kind of players. And if he can stick a jump shot, it's going to be hard for Steve to say, I, I you know, he's not getting minutes. So it's just within that thing, they've lost all these players. And yet, yeah, they had Kaminga. They got rid of all these players to get him more minutes. And now we're still now trying to figure out where we play, where they play Kaminga. <laughs> it, it is an interesting thing. It, mostly it's because he does not have I'm going to find there. Joe if that happens. And put a recorder <laughs> yeah. in his face. First five games, he doesn't DMT. No like Any thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Quindari Weatherspoon is playing minutes and Kaminga's not. Your thoughts? 
He will get minutes. So I don't mean to claim that he won't. I'm just saying. <laughs> but it's that, still a it's a, still a prospect that might yes. come true, right? It's yes, like, like there's there's times where you're not going to be able exactly to know where he's going to play, especially if they're playing Wiseman. Because however much I would love to see those two together on the floor. I can see why you wouldn't want to do it. I can see there would be issues with that potentially a nine nothing run where they're you know running into each other in the lane, getting lost on defense. I think it would be fun to watch. I compare it to the Rodman Sally kind of Pistons championship years when that second unit would just run up and down. That's all the big guys just ran and played defense. Maybe they can, maybe they can't, but that it's just going to be. I think again, Moody's going to get set minutes. Wiseman's going to be the second center however many he gets, he's going to be the second center. And then everything else, I'm not sure with, with Kaminga and some of these others. It's just, it's curious. And this is why Kerr says he doesn't have a rotation right now. He doesn't because who knows? And the young guys are going to play a lot in Japan. If you and I stay up late enough or, or tape it, we'll be able to watch those games. And then more clearly once they get back here and start playing some games. Last thing before, before we get up out of here, I was trying to think of like, Steve Kerr always finds a way to use the guys at the end of the bench. So I was trying to think, like, who who emerges from that mix? You got the two rookies, right? Patrick Baldwin and uh, Ryan Rollins. We know they like Quindary, the two-way, and uh, Lester Quinones, right? Like, that's four. I don't know about Quinones. I don't know about him, by the I way. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. either. I wouldn't be surprised if Mac McClung somehow... Because that two-way, it isn't like a guaranteed for the rest nah, of your two-way. It, it's just it like, you're our two-way right now, and you might not be our two-way. Is it a uh, fair bet that Quindari is the, of those, the one who can kind of find his way into the minutes? Because, you know, he did already. <laughs> he did. Wing defender, right? I mean, I saw Ball once say it. He's so smart already as a rookie. If you can play defense, you can play for Steve Kerr, right? Period. That's, you play defense, you play for Steve Kerr. Quindar Witherspoon plays defense. He's tough. How are you just going to give Baldwin all that praise? He's like, my guy oh, now. So smart he's like, I've never seen him play, but it's like he's my guy he now. He just repeated what Steve Kerr said. <laughs> like, oh, he uh, figured this out. Which is no, smart. Like, which is I'm, smart. Not, yeah, I'm not saying he's not smart, by the way, but it's just You repeat funny. what the coach says. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. I, I don't know. I like. I want to see Ryan Rollins. Like, yeah, I mean, okay, there's something I about him. They just gave him the spot. They gave him the spot out of Toledo. Before summer league, yeah, when he was hurt, when before, he was hurt, yeah, when he was yeah, hurt. like yeah. no. there's something about him. But when you talk to people, they're like, "Yo, he's he's got a little bit of edge to him. Like he's got some dog in him." They they, they he reminds like me that. of a Memphis Grizzlies player, which you know I love yep, those Memphis yep, Grizzlies yep, player. Yep. Like that's like a tough two who can get into you know shoulder and you know, we'll see, but can shoulder into the lane, get off a tough shot, does not get pushed around on defense, can you know, bang through screens, not that they fight through screens too often, they switch everything, but just can play big, can play small. I agree in a minute, but we're just doing that off of highlights. Like, I mean, that's... Basically, but, yeah. You know, I want to see. I yeah, I definitely want to see. I would say that Mac McClung might make this team as a two-way because they're going to want somebody else who can dribble the ball a little bit and pass it. If he will pass, I saw him shoot mostly. Yeah, you don't, don't, don't pass it around. You don't pass uh, it Like th- that kind of stuff, you know, they're going to play the two ways, right? They're, I mean, on certainly on nights when the veterans are taking off. This is the weird thing. I was kind of going through it and we don't want to wrap it up, but like they just don't have those edge of the roster veterans, like JTA, Damian Lee. Like they had those guys like who like barely ever played and then they'd play 25 minutes. They don't have those guys because of the they're the all youngsters, yeah. Of this, yeah, of of, the, of this roster. So there's some guys who could be in those roles. Although you know, 
I don't think they'd be too happy if that's Kaminga, right? Kaminga's supposed to be have a bigger role. Like they, they have this weird where they don't. I'm gonna need have... you to stop sliding Kaminga down the end of the bench. Come on, <laughs> Kaminga's gonna start. He's gonna start. It's a different feel because they they always like oh they're things are not great. Veterans don't have it. Let's just put JTA in there and see what happens. They don't have that guy in this moment. They might find that guy. But maybe they don't have him on the roster at all. Like it's just a little going to be a little different for everybody watching this rotation, watching this roster come together. And I think Kerr is saying that it's like he doesn't know there is no JTA, there is no Damian Lee. Like who's what? They just need someone to make a shot. Someone's got to make. No one's making. Who's who? It was Damian Lee. Who's that? Who's it going to be on this roster? DiVincenzo maybe, but no, he's more considered part of the rotation. Who's the extra guy? Don't know. Maybe it's Ryan Rollins. I don't know. Maybe it's Mac McClung. I don't know. It's I'll just. Say that I'm curious about this stuff, the the middle to the back end of the rotation more than I've been, you know, maybe since 2014, which is probably why Kerr's saying it too. All right, uh, me and TK are gonna do a live live room for the Tokyo <laughs> Games at <laughs> 3 a.m. Oh, all right, it's, no, we're not. So, we're not. So, no, no so I don't want anybody right. to be mad at us when uh, that does not happen. He, he don't want to do it. I'm down. <laughs> he doesn't want to do it. I can say that. Because I know he's never going to do it. So I can act like I want to do it. But yeah, no, I don't want to do it. But I guess we'll see you when Slater gets back. How about that? Slater. <laughs> Until Slater back yeah. out. Slater's sleeping right now in Japan because it's 3 a.m. Deuces. Omaha. Omaha. It's a great, it's a great time, huh?